are you on here can you hear me yes i can hear you can you hear me yes i can hear you awesome hi guys it's been such a while i've been on here hi beautiful people welcome to with love from coach v it's been a very hard month and it's been a very hard past weeks hope you guys are keeping safe i always love to hear from you please drop your comments send your love letters back let me hear your thoughts i always always love to hear your thoughts today our guest is one of my students from uk you guys know that i love my students like i just love them but this woman is such an intelligent woman right and we're just going to be sharing letters from our hearts to yours concerning everything that is going on right now so first of all welcome dr wayne thank you thank you kochi thank you how are you doing i'm very well thank you so i want you first to introduce yourself to us Okay, my name is Dr. Oshawaimi Erikoa Oligoye, and I'm no, a pediatrician. You can see Dr. Williams is <laughs> okay. Okay, all right. I'm Dr. Williams, and um, I'm a pediatrician, and I'm also a PhD student in the UK doing nutrition and dietetics. Um, what else do I do? I'm a co. I run um, a community girl project for young people which we just help adolescents in terms of health, education and environment and help them fulfill their life potential in a godly way. So that's me in summary. <laughs> you in summary. We can't put words into like all the things we are but definitely your hand in the show. That's you in summary. Yeah. I know you. Just to form now like I know you girl. Anyway, <laughs> Um, welcome once again. Oh. Have you here? I love having conversations with you. One of the reasons that I asked to have you on board was the kind of conversations we have, both of us. Yeah. Like if we could just translate our hearts to like the world. If our hearts, if if the world were to say like who is Doctor Williams and Vera Alex or Kujvi, ah. like. This us, right? I really wanted us to just translate our hearts so that the world can see that this is who we are. This is what we are about. And like our hearts is literally just for the world. Like we just want the world to see a better day. And I'm super excited that we're doing this together. So welcome once again. Thank you, Coach V. All right. So um. The first question I have for you is, what are your thoughts on the roots of the current happenings in the world? What what are the roots? What is the root of all that's happening right now? Um, with what's been happening in the last few weeks, what's going on, the whole world, Nigeria, the U.S. Um, I would say 
because i've been thinking about it we've talked about this in our community as ourselves we've also talked about this in like in churches like last year pastor was talking about how things were going to be worse crazy so i well pretty about all these things i realized that everything boils down from identity mm. so we we are kind of a people who don't know our identity sorry to say like i made a statement i said africa has no identity mm-hmm. so we are angry yes but we are angry at the wrong things so wow. we, yes we are angry at the wrong things we are angry our anger is justified but it's at the wrong things we don't have an identity so we are coming from a place where our our identity has been lost so that's the root cause of all our problems in the world. If only man, woman, girl, boy knows, okay, this is who I am. This is where I am rooted from. A lot of things would be much better. Right. So do you think that, like, even the people that groomed us, even the people that trained us, our parents, our teachers, the society, our governors, you think that even them have sold their identities and then they're giving us like what other people have put as blueprints on their own lives. Yes. Let us take Africa, for example. Let us come down to our own selves. So uh, we sold ourselves. If you read through history, yes, we had the colonial masters coming, but we sold ourselves for petty things. We sold ourselves to be like our colonial masters because we thought they had a better thing to give to us. So if you look to history, the blacks were selling the blacks because if you don't give a leeway to somebody, somebody will not come to your territory and have um, um, power over you. So the, we started it. It, it. it felt like our ancestors did not know who they were. They did not appreciate their identity. So you wake up in the morning now as a child or growing up and you are, you see your parents saying, oh, this Nigeria, oh, this Nigeria. Like my father will always say, Nigeria is on a wrong foundation. Mm. Nigeria is on a wrong foundation. We are breeding children to tell them that it is only when you go abroad, things are better for you. It is, mm. we are breeding children to say, who am I? You're even breeding a child to say that your neighbor is not your friend. So there's that thing. What identity do I have? Who am I? You now start questioning yourself. Why do I have coily hair? Why am I black? Why am I not like this other person? Because this other person has it better. So we are kind of lost in our identity. So that is where for us, we are angry. Yes, there's a lot of things about racism. There's a lot of things about rape. But a young boy who has been who has grown up to say, as a man, your identity is to do this over a woman. A woman is like this. He doesn't know who he, he what he represents. He doesn't know who he is because he's been given a false identity. He's been given a false blueprint. So he's going to stick to that. Right. Right. So even our culture that we even had was literally like sold out so we bought other cultures and we decided to take it as ours and so like this was literally the this is literally the root cause of like everything that we're going through right now so like even when nigerians or africans decide to travel for a quote and unquote better life this try to fix theirs we should have tried to fix ours like that yes 
because maybe getting yes we'll continue talking no no but what you're saying is true because I, I i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to another man's country i still don't i don't fit in there i struggle every day to fit in but what if it was way different i make my home my home and i'm proud of this mm-hmm. thing that i have and do you see what's right going now, like, right now like if you put if you have like certificates like i'm from harvard university i'm from oxford like here in nigeria or here in africa they esteem you higher because they feel like you are better than what we already have here like it's okay to go out and learn right it's okay to go out and see how other cultures are beautiful because i mean god made all of us but then we don't even know our history we don't even know our roots and then we're going out there to look for what is not ours yes <laughs> exactly exactly because we're going to look for what is not ours instead of when you go and learn because i learned something i schooled in ukraine and we had lots of chinese people so then we asked them why are you so much here why is that this is that your country is not good like when we all share our stories why we came to study they said they said oh no we came to study so that we can go back and develop ourselves our own country so Wow. The, the the like for us who are Africans, it's more like I'm going to live my life. I don't want to have some people say I don't want to have anything to do with Nigeria again. Nigeria is no longer my home. But if you lose that identity, you are losing yourself. You will lose yourself. There's no how you will fit in into something God has not ordained for you. Hmm. So, like you're, you're saying that if God actually put me here, there was a reason for it. Yes, there's a reason why God made you a black man or a black woman. God didn't. There's a purpose why. If not, God would have made you maybe half white, half black. Of course, of course, and there's a reason for all of that. That's this is so phenomenal. This is so phenomenal. Because I was gonna say that, like the root cause is neglect, right? Yeah. But then I see, the, I see the, um, I see the rope that ties both of them. So it's like next of um, the grooming of like the younger or the next generation. And even when our generation was younger, they neglected us. And so the next generation, so it just keeps happening. But then now I see that it's really neglect of identity or neglect of trying to search out who we really are by digging by digging within instead of looking for it outside yes been, we've neglected so, a lot of things so good so good wow 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 so the next question i have for you is as a person and a people of um africa or a person that comes from Europe or a person that comes from America or a person that comes from China, whatever country, whatever continent, what do you think we can do as the, we can do about these things that are happening as people? Okay. Right? As an individual and as a nation, what do you think we can do 
as people about the things that are happening right now as an individual there is a part of the bible micah 6 8 right you should act justly that word justly is justice. come again I didn't do that micah 6 8 talks about acting just justly you're acting you're living justly now because we look at justice justice sometimes we we mistake justice for revenge and yeah. Yeah, we mistake justice for revenge but that is not it as act justly so for us as an individual are you living justly as an individual are you are you acting justly as your own self your own self let's start from within because again it's about identity what are you doing who are you and how are you acting towards your neighbor? You start having, so start having those conversations with yourself. The way I look at myself when Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself, do I really love my neighbor the way I'm loving myself? Or, or do you really love yourself? Because if you don't see, because this is a, it's an identity issue. So if I really don't love <laughs> myself, exactly. No, no, no. If I really don't know myself, I can't. Love yes. You. So if you don't love you, if you don't date Vera, because Vera does not love herself, she cannot love Doctor Williams. There's no, there's no That's two it. way about it. But if Coach Vera says, "I love myself. I know who I am. I'm to share this love I have with other people." She's going to act justly. She's going to consider yeah. whatever she's doing. She's going to say, "Ah." Before I do this, you know, what if it is me I'm doing it to? You know, so we need to have that conversation with ourselves. Am I acting justly? Am I really sharing this hope, this love, this faith? That's as a person. Because do unto others as you would have people do unto you. Everything is in the word of God. The word of God is like a firm foundation. That's one thing that is never changing. It's the truth. Now, as a nation, our leaders have failed us. Because with it, with it now, it's as if you're pushing our, pushing our leaders to make comments. So there has to be a protest. There has to be an hashtag that will make a leader come outside and say, okay, we the people of this, we are now acting on this thing. No. As a nation, also boils down, what is the nation's identity? What do we stand on? Mm. You could listen to, in recent times, what our lawmakers in Nigeria are saying about rape. You want to shake your head. You want to close your screen. Yeah, yeah. So as a nation, if you don't know your identity, you will not be able to help the people. So I think we need to retrace our step as a nation. And it still boils down to individuals who make a nation. Mm. So as a mm. nation, people, people who are top, people who are there, who have voices, who we, who are at the bottom, have placed there to be our leaders. They need to start considering the people who put us here to be to represent them, to to talk, to be their voices. What are we doing for them? Are we acting just like right. nation? Right, right. I, and honestly, I even think like this as in this is so profound because even as an individual, like there's some certain things that you do as a human being that you know that you're not being just to yourself. For example, when you eat too much. Yes when you eat like you're just being you're just having gluttony right you're just like you're just eating and you you're not thinking about how it does what it does to your body or you're just 
eating what you're not supposed to eat, right? Like it's 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 as little as those things. Or when you watch porn, mm-hmm. right? What are you doing to your to your body, your system, your mind? What are you telling your system? Because if we if you say that we are what we watch and we're what we see and we're, we're what we hear, what are you doing to you that makes you produce the kind of result that you produce as a human being? So it's like these little things as um as an individual because truthfully if i'm not doing what i'm supposed to do as an individual it would be hard for me to pass this on to other people i can't a healthy me will produce healthy things for other people yes because it's yes because if you if you if you are not doing to yourself you're eating you're eating you're a gluten you're not thinking about other people you're not concerned about your own health you're not concerned that this thing is going to make me uncomfortable when i sleep this thing is going to give me heartburn you would not think about another person when the person is having heartburn exactly it's as little as it's as little as deciding that this is the time i'm going to pray i'm going to stand up and pray no matter how i feel it's as little as my parents are not being kind to me but i can be kind to them because i feel better or i feel i feel um whole or i feel like um i feel more honorable to myself when i'm kind to other people no matter how they treat me because i've seen this happen over time even in my own life i've seen that at every point when I am insulted like by other people. Let me not say insulted because I never feel insulted. But every time I feel like somebody insults me or let's say they, they feel like they insult me. So every single time I feel like they insult, they, they feel like they insult me, right? I um, And I look at the situation and I respond with love. It shows me that I'm getting better as a human being and not just as a human being because it's not, it's not a... It's, it's a human being thing to do. It's not extra. It's human. It's God. It's what God will expect of you as a godly human being. Just yes. what I'm saying. So it's like a normal human being in the sight of God is bringing the supernatural into normal. Is bringing the supernatural into natural. He's saying that I can be super, but I can also be natural. Do you see yes. what I'm saying? It's like bringing that. How do you feel? about yourself when you insult other people do you feel good do you feel great do you feel like you've done justice to it as, as you said before justice sometimes can be not even sometimes 90 percent of the times because justice can exchange for revenge can be seen as revenge yeah so it is it well down to individually collectively even as a company as an organization act justly try to act justly try and see how you can be this just person to yourself first and then to other people because it will make a whole difference mm. Mm. so good so so good all right so the next question i have for you is how can we as people stay encouraged in this time how can we stay encouraged because i mean there's just a lot of negativity everywhere you are pushed to cry i'm telling you i've cried so cried anytime before I, I think the only thing that made me cry like apart from now is Ari Kelly case that I mean that one just made me cry and all I would pray and be crying I would talk and just start crying I would talk to my mom my siblings and I would just start to cry because I knew I know the depth of 
rape, I know the depth of sexual abuse, I know what it does to the human mind, especially when it's continuous, especially when it's not once. I know the depth of physical abuse, I know the depth of um, psychological abuse, I know when someone is I'm being yeah. emotionally abused. Just what I'm saying. So it's like, this is what's going on right now in all it's showing as fruits in every kind of way the abuse and the abuse of black people all abused right so the question i have for you is with the craziness of the media how can we, because the truth is that we need to hear what's going on to be able to uh, to know where it's pinching people to get to be able to offer okay so how do we stay encouraged right so stay encouraged because we have to listen for the news but how can we stay encouraged even in the midst of the dark see we can stay encouraged you mentioned something while you were talking you said you cried you understand so first Mm. of all no one should live in denial don't live in denial that is yeah. the initial thing. Acknowledge your emotions. If you're angry, let it out. I'm angry. And yes, I'm angry mm. at this is what they are doing to a black person in the US or anywhere in the world. I'm angry that the blacks are not being heard. I'm angry that there's still racism in 2020. Acknowledge it. Because if you live in denial, you're going to be suppressing your anger. You're going to be suppressing the thoughts. And anything you're suppressing, it is taking root in bitterness. It is giving room for resentment. And what that happens to what happens is as an individual, when resentment, when bitterness start building in you, you start acting in a very different manner. You won't want to show love. So Number one, don't don't wow. deny your thoughts. Acknowledge your anger. Acknowledge your emotions. If you want to cry, cry. If you want to scream, scream. If you want to just, you know, whatever it is to let out that emotion, but don't deny the emotions. Number two, you mentioned something. You said you were talking to your mom. Also, we were talking about it in our community. Have somebody to talk to. The same way you're talking to your mom, that's how each person should have someone to talk to, have a community. We are people, we are not born to be islands of our own. So reach out. That is why people go online, not because they, 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 they like the news, but because they want to know what's happening so that they will understand, so that they will be able to reach out to those that they can reach out to. So if I understand the media, if I understand what's going on, what is happening in the media, and I have a community, I can be able to talk. Because if you bottle it up yourself, you're also going to be building sentiments. So you need a community. And the third thing, you need to lean in on God. There's nothing that happens in this world that God does not know about. There's nothing that happens... God is not aware of or approving of or saying this I know that's going on because whatever happens in the physical the spirit already knows about it it's already happening in the spirit it's just a manifestation of the physical so also we need to lean in on God the same way you are talking to your friends you are asking God God please encourage me I need your spirit to strengthen me I need your spirit to help me when I'm overwhelmed I am anxious try my heart help me you know, so the way you're talking to God, which is the way you're talking to your community, that's how you need God. Because it's going to help you navigate to the right yeah. community. You don't want to be in the wrong community at the right time that is going to promote violence. 
that's how we are going to encourage you. and also encourage yourself by if you think the news is getting too overwhelmed shut down shut yes. it out yes shut it out shut it's it out very go, 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 go and look for something else to listen to maybe music maybe 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 write maybe journal maybe do something read a book but don't get it overwhelming you so once you see ah, this news is overwhelming me you cut it off I'll come back to you. I think what people usually do, which upsets me, is I am not on Twitter. <laughs> I purposely am not on Twitter. I would prefer someone sending that to me and just telling me like this was going on and it was nonsense. And I that's I have people that do that. Anything that is um relating to what I do, I find people just sending me the updates on that and I'm excited for that and I'm very grateful for that. But I will not stay on Twitter. I can't. I can't live on Twitter because I know my limits, right? So like, and apart from that, I have filters. Or everybody on the earth has a filter. Our filters are majorly our experiences. Our filters are majorly like what other people have told us, have shown us over time, right? Our pictures that we have in our minds that represent things, right? These are filters for people. So me, my filter is extremely <laughs> healthy. If I go through the word of God, it's not what God is saying. I'm making a confession, a confession to get it out of here. Do you see what I'm saying? So I, I do believe, I do believe that. I don't know whatever religion you're listening to this from or you're hearing me from, but I do believe with all my heart that you need to have a filter. And trust me when I say the word of God, the Bible yes. is the best filter ever. It's like I am reading this news and then it's not conforming to the word of God. I know what to do and I know what I will continuously do that my environment is not affected by this. It's not, I'm not like soaking in all of it and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. No, 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 no. Yes, I cry. I cry a lot. Everybody has called me town crier. It's fine. But here's the thing. (laughs) But here's the thing, like, I make sure that after crying, I'm writing out. Me and God are sitting down, and then we're like writing out. I mean, I'm sitting down with God, and I'm writing out every single solution that we're going to be bringing out little by little in our communities for things to get better. So please, it's so important that people should have filters, and then they should know like what limits they can take. If not, it will affect your mental space, right? And like I, I remember yeah. so clearly when my friend died last year, I remember everybody like sending messages and stuff. So like one of the things that came to mind was I, I keep reminding myself that I keep reminding myself that I can pray God hears my prayer prayers. I keep reminding myself that um like the fear mm. can 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 be crippling. The fear can just be in your face like like at every point you're just like will someone just shoot me will someone stop me will someone do this like i i that's that thing can just want to come up in your sphere because you know that this person that actually died was a christian was a child of god was a lover of the lord and you just every kind of fear can want to just come upon you or you can just be scared when your sibling go out or your parents go out or your husband or your child and all of those things but you just remember that god is for me and his word is yay and amen so you have to have something you're standing by because trust me what you believe you become your experience all right 
Um, the last, our last um, question for you is, if you were to write a letter to global or change makers, both local and global change makers, in three sentences, <laughs> think carefully. <laughs> write a letter to change makers in three sentences, starting with dear change maker. Hmm. What would you say to them? Hmm. Dear change maker. It's <laughs> all right okay three sentences okay dear change maker it is <laughs> the recording. Oh, uh, excuse us we, we know we are two together in our journey <laughs> okay yes dear change maker it is time for reflection to listen and to act don't fold your hands right now lean in on god serve the people with all your heart and serve with full heart of love faith and hope i want you to i want you to say it again let them hear it dear change maker it is time to reflect, mm-hmm. to listen, and to act. Don't arms right now. Serve mm-hmm. the people with a full heart. Serve with a heart full of love, peace, hope, and faith. All right, mine will be dear global change maker. Dear change maker, it's your time to put in the work hmm. inside of you and inside of others. It's your time to stop cutting corners. And it's your time to show up. The world needs you. Thank you so much, <laughs> Dr. Way Yams. Yes, thank you so much for being here, for talking to all of us, wherever you're listening to us from. We are so grateful that you were able to stay through 30 minutes, 10 seconds, and counting. We love you so much, and we pray that your heart arises to the person that you need to become. Guess what, Dr. Wayam is going to be back again. I am spotting her for another particular topic. She goes to Zaka, she always tells me yes. So, you guys will definitely enjoy. But for now, I want you to write the tips that you heard here. And I want you to go outside and start to work. I love you. Bye. Love Bye. Love you, love Thank you. you. So Thank you, Coach I love you. Bye.